0: Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 32. I'm your host, Scott Davenport. Today's topic is the creative value of having several projects going in parallel, having irons in the fire. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Thanks for joining me today. I'm glad to be here again this week talking photography, a passion of mine. And if you're listening to this podcast, a passion that we share. I'm titling today's episode Irons in the Fire. As photographers, we make projects for our work. Projects can be big or small. They can be active or on hold. Projects can be half formed or simply an idea. And I think there is value in having multiple projects going at the same time. So let's explore that today. If you enjoy today's podcast, please do share it with a friend, on social media, with your camera club, and if you can, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Fresh current ratings really help other photographers find out about the show, and new listeners is a good, healthy thing for our community. I want to make a callback to episode 24. This was the creative benefits of cross-training. In that episode, I talked about the mathematician Paul Erdos, and in the math circles, he was famous for having tons of projects going on at the same time, and he bounced from one project to the next. I don't know if he ever serially finished one and then started moving on to the next project or not. But his ideas from one project cross-pollinated to another project all the time, and he is one of the most prolific. Published math academics to ever walk the earth, and we can apply that mentality to our photography. Let's begin by talking about photo projects. The term project can have a heavy connotation. It feels weighty, it feels serious. It doesn't necessarily need to be. And I got hung up on having a quote unquote photo project, thinking it needed to be deep and soul touching and important to humanity. You know, that heavy emotional weight to it. And that's not true. Now, sure, there are bodies of work that carry that level of importance, that level of weight. I'm thinking of The Americans by Robert Frank, you know, published in the late 1950s, I believe. And he captured a series of photographs of American life looking beneath its veneer. And that's certainly a project that carries weight, and delivers a long-lasting impact. If you're not familiar with the book, The Americans by Robert Frank, I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. Yet I think for most of us, at least those of us listening to and participating in this podcast, our photo projects are personal. A project is simply a group of your work with a common theme. It could be a project about a location, It could be a series of images exploring a particular subject, a grouping of photos with a similar capture style. I'll argue that if you've ever created a collection or an album of images in your computer, you've created a photo project. The collection has some sort of theme, a location, a time period, a subject, and you have a body of work to showcase it. Your last vacation or family visit probably resulted in a set of photos. The images you selected to tell its story, that's a project. Now having a photo project in and of itself certainly has value. A series of images tell a different story than a singular image, and it's a different kind of visual storytelling. What I also think is valuable is having multiple projects running in parallel. Working like this can feed your creativity, and I believe there are a few reasons for that first running multiple projects can help prevent you from getting stuck if you're working on a project and you hit a creative wall you can press pause on that project jump over to another one make some progress on a different project while taking a break from the first one because sometimes taking a step back is needed you give your mind some breathing room and when you're ready you'll return to that first project refreshed. The second reason having multiple photo projects in parallel is creatively beneficial is that projects feed one another. For the active project, you need a certain set of photos to make it work. So you get busy capturing those photos. If you have other projects that are running in parallel, maybe running in the background, while you're out getting photos for your active project, an opportunity for another of your projects might present itself and you'll be open to that photo opportunity. Having those other projects going in the background or running in parallel keep you open to a variety of photos that you might not others see. Sometimes we overlook scenes, we overlook photo opportunities if we're myopically laser focused on one single project. I think that same thing holds true even if you already have the collection of photos. Maybe you're combing through your library to gather the set of photos to build up your project. As you're looking through your library, if you have another project in mind, you encounter other photos, you can be doing that type of collection in the background as well. There are a couple of ways that projects can feed one another if they're running at the same time. And the third benefit is projects spawn more ideas and create more projects. And this kind of makes sense, right? You've probably experienced this. You're working on one thing. It triggers an idea for another thing. And the new idea does not need to be fully formed. Maybe it becomes a project. Maybe it becomes an exploration of another style of photography, but it's something else that can just feed your creative bank. So those are the three things that come to mind for me, uh, benefits of having multiple projects running in parallel. First, you can prevent getting stuck. You hit a creative wall on one project, bounce to another. Second, projects feed on one another. You're working on project A, and you can recognize a photo situation that would be perfect for project B or C. You won't miss the photo opportunity. And the third is that projects spawn other projects. Don't dismiss the ideas that come into mind when you're working on your active project. Make a little bucket, make a little collection, make something where you can nurture and foster that new idea. I do recognize, though, having too many active projects can be a problem, especially that tendency for a project to spawn new ideas, each of which can turn into its own project. It's okay not to act on every new idea right away. As fun as new ideas are, there is some discipline needed to finish a project. Just as exponential growth of active projects is not the goal, neither is a set of unfinished projects. You know yourself best and you'll know how many concurrent projects you can manage. And for the rest, build up an idea, have a backlog, and when one project finishes, choose another from your bucket of ideas. The right number of projects running in parallel keeps your creative mind engaged. It keeps you from getting stuck. It keeps the ideas flowing. The fluidity feeds your creativity. So have a few irons in the fire. I want to share a personal example of having irons in the fire with you. I have this long running background project. I kicked it off, I think in 2018, maybe even the tail end of 2017. The concept is a series of long exposure photos of the San Diego coastline. I want all the photos to be black and white. I want them to be reasonably minimal compositions and I've selected a few dozen locations up and down the coastline of San Diego. To match the vision I have for the project, I need certain environmental conditions. Partly cloudy, but not too cloudy. There needs to be some amount of blue up in that sky. A level of breeze, so those clouds are moving around. I want that long exposure to exaggerate that motion. And depending on the location, I need a certain level. The ocean needs to be at a certain height that I get the look of the water interacting with the rocks or the pier or whatever object it is I've selected to be the anchor for the photo. And of course, these conditions need to align with me being available. I need to be able to get out and capture the frames when schedule allows for it. So the project is still active, you know, two plus years running from time to time. I gather another frame or two for this project, for this series. Now back in July of this year, 2020, I had an assignment to review a 17-stop ND filter. Yeah, it's a monster of a filter uh, from Haida. I'll leave a link in the show notes to my review. But to test and showcase a filter that does that large amount of light reduction, it called for a certain set of images It was a small project and not necessarily an artistic one. It could easily show a long exposure of something that is pretty basic, but nevertheless, it's a project. And I decided to treat some of the photos as artistic. So I set out to capture the photos I needed for this assignment. And as fortune would have it, one of the days I was out capturing photos to showcase this filter, I got conditions that suited my background project, my black and white project for San Diego. So working on one project enabled me to capture a photo for another project. Also the filter project spawned new ideas. Now You may know capturing very long exposures can produce hot pixels in our images. And you may also know I make tutorials on photography for YouTube. So while I was processing the images for this filter assignment, I had the deal with hot pixels. I knew how to address them in Photoshop. Great, that makes a good video for YouTube. And yep, I made a video. It also got me thinking, what can I do in Lightroom about hot pixels? I mean, anything besides an epic amount of spot healing. And it turns out using a moiré adjustment helped with the red and blue pixels pretty effectively and pretty quickly. So that became yet another video on YouTube. So my primary active project at the time, gathering photos to review an ND filter, led to a couple of images to add to my ongoing long exposure project, and it spawned a couple of videos for my ongoing photo tutorials project on YouTube. So the one project was really fruitful all around. It led to several different things, and it just kept me moving creatively. A little virtual studio news this week. Luminar Start to Finish, the video course I mentioned in the last podcast. It is finished, and if it is not live already, it will be very, very, very soon. I can't even add enough varies on how soon if it's not already live on my website. Took a little bit extra time. I decided to extend the course a little. In addition to the eight start to finish edits, I added two mini courses uh, on the masking tools of Luminar as well as the layering capabilities of Luminar because layers and masks are part of the editing tutorials and it just made sense. It it felt right to round out the course and give some directed, pointed instruction on those two topics. So it took a little bit of time to finish, but it is done and I do like how the course came out. I'm very pleased with the results. And this course is available free to members of the Patreon community. Thank you very much to all of you that are supporting me on Patreon it makes this podcast possible it helps with the other things i do photographically the free tutorials on youtube and of course like luminar start to finish it's a tangible way that i can say thank you for the support so if you're a member on patreon check your patreon feed that course is waiting there for you and you can start streaming it or downloading it right away if you're interested in learning more about the patreon community supporting this show check the show notes. There's also a button on every page of Stop Down Podcast where you can support the show and learn more about the Patreon community. That will wrap up this week's episode. I hope you found it interesting. If you don't have a photo project right now, you should start one and keep your eyes open for having a few of them going at the same time. It's okay if one takes long. It's okay if one is short. They can be different sizes. They can be completely different things having those multiple ideas of collections of your work running in the back of your brain, it's going to keep you moving creatively. and You're going to start recognizing more photo opportunities than you might otherwise see. Again, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. And heck, just drop me a note through StopDownPodcast.com. Let me know what you think of the show. If you've got a question, you've got a topic you'd like me to talk about, I would love to hear from you. And until next time, my name's Scott Davenport. Have fun.